Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we're here for another week of Last Night in Vegas. So, um, I actually doubled up, and I went to two steakhouses in a row. What can you do? So, um, I ended up going out to Carver Steak this week, and I don't know, I was just really in the mood for a steak. I just kind of wanted to try something that was a little bit more contemporary than Michael's was, which I tried a couple weeks ago. And uh, I have to say, I've been here before, and this was back when they were still trying to sort of get their best of Vegas sort of title and it is now official they are the best steakhouse in las vegas on the las vegas strip and best new steakhouse in las vegas for 2022 which is carver steak over at resorts world so i went and i just really wanted to just check it out again and just see kind of you know with a clear head because last time i went i was with a group and this time i went you know in the professional capacity as you know concierge confidential so yeah so what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be reviewing carver steak at resorts world here in las vegas and that's coming up next hey everybody this is brian ortega from concierge confidential and this episode is brought to you by ao painting who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back to Last Night in Vegas. We're going to be talking about Carver Steak today, and this was a Wednesday that I went out on, and I have to say, Carver Steak is actually not a a terribly hard restaurant to make a reservation for, and I don't think it's for lack of business, because when I went, which I was looking for a reservation even the day before, and they had plenty of reservations available, I believe it's just because they have such a big dining room. They have a huge dining room. And it's very open. They also have an outdoor area as well, which they didn't even have open that day. And again, it was just interesting to see how many reservations were available. But when I was there, it was packed. So I walked in. Complete bar was full. Uh, Obviously, they had a couple seats available because I was able to go sit down. But uh, they do seat you basically in the main dining room if you have a reservation. They have sort of an auxiliary room, which is going to be in the lounge bar area, which kind of melds together into the dining room itself. But the room itself is very contemporary. It has a nice window that looks outside to a very beautiful bar, which I got the skinny on that they are are thinking about enclosing it for the uh, winter months, but um, for, for now, they have a beautiful patio area, which is which is really fantastic. So it also was a little bit busy because it was Katy Perry in town, which brings me kind of to my first point, is that they do have a prefixed uh, show menu for a lot of the shows that happen over at Resorts World. Uh, if you're looking for craft steak, by the way, sorry, craft steak, if you're looking for Carver's steak, uh, it's going to be located along the strip where all the restaurants are. So things like Brezza, uh, the Caviar Bar, they have uh, Bar 
Zazu or whatever they want to call it, uh, right next to Viva. Viva is kind of the one that you see when you're coming in from the casino area. When you see Viva, you're going to make a left, and it's going to be down that sort of long corridor, and then you'll find Carver Steak right at the end. But a huge, big opening entrance, which two, uh, there's two waitresses, two waitresses, two uh, hostesses there to greet you. And when you walk in, you have this beautiful LED sort of wall of sort of fire, and then have the beautiful aerials of different places. And it's just a really very sleek, very modern vibe, which is really, really cool. So I think this is actually really good for groups, especially for a group of guys, or if you're here for, you know, an anniversary or you want to have, you know, a nice dinner with your partner. I think this would be good for really anything, all of the above, to be honest. Uh, they do have just enough of theatrics to make it a very interesting and unique experience in general, which I will list kind of later in the pod, but definitely a cool little spot. It's not sort of your stuffy old school steakhouse. It definitely has a lot of the favorites. They have Wagyu steak, obviously. They also have dry aged, wet aged. They have specials, of course. And really everything on the menu feels very classic, but with a very much a, a modern twist on it, which is very nice. And I'm really happy that there's this kind of new trend for appetizers going out there. So I don't know. You might have to try it when you come. But and again, they have a very large menu, so you shouldn't have a problem finding anything, even if you have someone in your group who is, say, let's just say not, uh, is a vegetarian, and they want, you know, dishes that don't contain meat, they have a very large selection as well. So really, really fantastic. So let's jump into it. So I get there. I really had in my head that I wanted to try this appetizer. So the appetizer that I tried was the... Wagyu cheesesteak bites, because I've had them before. I was a little bit tipsier the first time, and let's just say they fucking delivered. They were so good. Oh, my goodness. So I'm kind of just reading off the menu here, but it's caramelized onions, aged provolone cheese. Uh, they also have truffle on it and buttered park on a butter parker roll, which to me basically is just a Cane's roll or a Cane's bread, but just toasted to perfection. It is so good. It comes out. The cheese is perfectly melted on top of the steak, and it's all shaved, obviously. They give you two. Um, it was just myself, so I got two. Sometimes if you have like a larger group, I've seen them put three on the table, which uh, is, is quite nice. So uh, they do kind of try to police it that way. But absolutely great. Unbelievable. Lived up to the expectations of what I had last time I had, but... Of all the appetizers, that's the one that I would try, the Wagyu Cheesesteak Bites. Um, it is $24, and again, it's sort of like a quick bite, but it, is, it can be very filling, especially if you have you know two um, by yourself. So it can be quite, quite, <laughs> quite a lot. But they do also have um, salads on the menu, so you can obviously get a salad. I don't like getting salads, like I've said before, because I want to try something different, something unique, and I don't care how many times you up, do up a salad, it's gonna same. It's gonna taste very similar. So that's just my personal thing. But they do also have bone marrow on the menu, which bone marrow is becoming much more popular in a lot of different steakhouses. Big big trend that that's becoming a big appetizer, and I believe my dad would love that for sure. But I had the uh, Wagyu cheese steak bites. Also, a shout out to my bartender, which was Andres, and then also Paul, who was helping him out. Andres made a perfect old fashioned. It was really, really fantastic. I do like the large ice cube, but I didn't ask for one. But when Andres did make it, made it to perfection. So definitely, this is an A plus in my book for a cocktail bar. Um, I got an old fashioned, absolutely great. Wasn't feeling like trying any of the signature cocktails, but I did try a cocktail off of the martini bar, which we will move on to next. So 
Uh, they do have this really cool martini bar that actually rolls around the entire the restaurant. And it's really cool, especially if you're going to be doing like a martini at the table. It's a really, really fun concept because it is still part of the restaurant but it's not people like dancing and sort of spinning all over the place which is cool like places like super frico do that very very good but i do like this because it keeps an elegant of class in it and it's a very much a performance when they do it so my boy tony who I actually met here uh, one time before who was a waiter and he when i went the first time was actually presenting the knives which we will talk about that later but now he's graduated up to the martini bar, which actually the mar martini cart is a huge step up because if you're able to do this, then you can move to being a bartender. And in terms of the hierarchy of the restaurant, that's a huge deal. So Tony, my boy, made me a fabulous Vespa martini, which I was not looking to try a Vespa or have a Vespa this evening. But uh, he said he really wanted to make this type of drink. So I said, let's do it. And he had a beautiful, wonderful performance making this Vespa martini, which is right which is really rare that they actually make it at the bar. And it was great. I was really happy that I got that whole experience, which is fantastic. But typically, the martini cart is reserved for people eating in the dining room, which was quite nice. So um, had the martini. It was fa absolutely fa fa uh, fantastic. So moving on to the entree. So the entree that I got was the strip loin. I've had the ribeye before, which is really, really great. But it's huge. It's 18 ounces. It's wet aged. Most of these steaks are going to be wet aged unless you're going to be getting the uh, Wagyu steak or any of their tomahawks or their specials. Those are going to be a little bit different. But I got the strip loin. The strip loin is 72 bucks and cooked fantastically. It had a beautiful char on the outside, cooked to perfection on the middle. I did go medium rare because medium rare is sort of like what it's sort of the standard in the restaurant industry. But I do like my steaks a little bit more medium because I did try to learn from Diana one of my friends friends of the pod she told me that you should order it one temperature down so when it gets to the table that it is actually the temperature you wanted so sure maybe it worked a little bit I think one more temperature up would have been good so I got the strip loin and I also got the palms puree which is my favorite type of potatoes to eat in a steakhouse. It's very, very creamy and runny, if you will. Very, very buttery. That's really the big mainstay that separates it from being a mashed potato is that it's very, very creamy, very, very thin, but just packed with butter. And it's just so good that it just, just cascades onto the plate. And it's just so, so delicious. So Palm Spiree, A+, made to perfection, no complaints. It was looked perfect. Great for one person. You can do it for two people, which is something I want to sort of get across is that sides can be shared. So that means you only need one palms puree. You don't need two palms puree for two people. One is good for two people. So that actually leaves, leaves options for you to get more sides. So they have really, really a fantastic mac and cheese gratin. Uh, gratin, gratin. Um, they also have roasted mushrooms. They have really great onion rings, which I saw on a iceberg lettuce or iceberg salad. It looks delicious. They also have fries, of course. And then they also have a twice baked potato and of course, roasted carrots, all that good stuff as well. So they do have a lot of sides to choose from, which I think is big, especially for a steakhouse. This is why I kind of get on berries a lot, which is downtown because they don't have a very good side menu, which I think sides are sort of imperative for steakhouses because you really need to balance that sort of hearty meat flavor meat uh with something a little bit maybe fresh with a crunch something sort of just sort of 
mellow out what you're, what you're eating, the saltiness of the beef. So I think that's very, very important. But they do also have this thing, which I've never tried it before, but their lobster un gratu, which that is $105. So that is served with like a puff pastry, kind of like a beef wellington, which I just watched on Top Chef the other day, actually. And it looks beautiful. Really not my thing, but it's there if you want it. But they also do have, if you are a steak person and want a little bit more presentation, they do have their CS Tomahawk Steak, which actually is $260. It's 40 ounces. It's Wagyu. And you can split it and share it at the table, obviously. It's made for two to three people. Honestly, four people can dine off of it. But uh, just kind of going back to the service aspect of it, just everybody was really great. Everybody on top of their game. Everybody really, really nice, which is really, really, really good. And really, once you got into the hang of things, the bartenders knew what they, they knew what they were doing. I really liked that aspect of it. The runners were also very fantastic. Uh, but again, I like the room. It's very large. It's contemporary, which is why I like it. So uh, Carver Steak really hitting on, on cylinders at that point. So how was the steak? The steak itself was really delicious, cut really easily. It had that nice sort of flavor of, you know, saltiness as well as you know that really rich sort of juicy flavor of a steak which is really fantastic and of course the potatoes were awesome so as we sort of run through the dining menu before we actually got to the steak i always forget doing this when i want to explain this place is that what really sets this place apart and really really fun is that if you order a steak option so any steak option it actually comes with the option to Choose Your Weapon, which actually is a beautiful box that's just presented wonderfully. It's like green, I believe, and it has gold writing on the outside, Carver Steak, and then they present it to you and they open it, and then they have all these choices of knives you can choose from. I believe it's between eight and ten knives that you can choose from to cut your steak with, sort of personalized in that way. It has beautiful different handles. Each knife is made for really a different type of cut of meat, which cuts better, so on and so forth. And it's just a really fun presentation that they usually do at the table. They also did it at the bar, which I was really happy to have. And really, I enjoyed it a lot. Just doing it again was just really, really fun. And I think they've really honed in how and who they're serving, which is really great. Um, you do get a lot of sort of bachelor-ish type of people in here. You also get, you know, maybe an older crowd, a lot of couples that are a little bit older. Uh, not really a lot of people my age, but a lot of, you know, single people were there sort of around my age demographic and just having drinks at the bar. But really, this is a very group affair kind of restaurant. So I'd recommend this for, again, groups or even if it's a special occasion, you can do it as well. But very, very guy oriented, I think. A lot of, lot of, lot of man energy, if you will, inside of uh, Carver Steak. But definitely a try that I would recommend is trying that place. So um, I did also have dessert. The dessert options that they had available is actually quite extensive and, and quite nice. I like things that are a little bit unique, but not too off the radar. So they have a baked Nevada, which is their version of a baked Alaska, which I did not try, unfortunately. That does have coconut lime cake uh, included in it. Um, I did have their uh, triple chocolate cake, which was served uniquely because I, I got served a chocolate cake last week, obviously, at Michael's, and it was sort of traditionally cut. But with the triple chocolate cake, not as rich as I thought it was going to be. This beautiful mousse on top of the dessert, and the cake itself was very moist and delicious. And they also had this beautiful, like, cocoa sorbet, which went really, really well with the mousse on top. And again, it would be good for, you know, three people, honestly. And I had it all to myself, so don't judge me. But if you wanted to try this place, I did ask the bartender what they thought the 
signature dessert was, and he did say the Cookie Monster, which the Cookie Monster is a trio of cookies, double chocolate, peanut butter, butterscotch, red velvet, and white chocolate chip, which sounds delicious, actually. Uh, so if you do go back, I would try the Cookie Monster, and I did see it go by me once, and it looked really, really good. They also have their Rocky Road Butterscotch Sunday, which this thing sounded awesome, but I think it was a little too big for me, and I was very, very full. Uh, this is a trio of ice cream, toasty marshmallows, warm chocolate sauce, and almond chocolate crisp, and that sounds fantastic to me. Uh, I might go back and just try that Sunday because that sounds freaking awesome, but if you don't want cakes, they do also have assorted ice cream and sorbets for your pleasure as well. So uh, I do like this place because, again, of the extensive menu in terms of steaks. They also have a very extensive cocktail menu, and their cocktail program is also seasonal, so it does change with the seasons, of course. And, of course, the dessert menu was top of the charts as well. So um, I would say this place does live up to the billing of being the best steakhouse in Vegas. A lot of that has to be that it's new, it's fresh, it does have different fun elements to it that make it creative, like the martini cart and as well as the... Uh, the tomahawk steak that is served at the table, of course. And uh, yeah, I just think this place is actually going to be do doing very well, of course. And uh, I think it will continue to do very well over at Resorts World. So that was our, you know, pretty quick little review of Carver Steak. I would highly recommend this to anybody coming to Las Vegas. Uh, I could definitely see it being one of those things that you have to do. Like if you come multiple times a year, that you have to do it every other time just because, I think it's delicious. I think the price is actually just right. Maybe just a touch to the expensive side, just once you start getting to the higher cuts of meat and maybe the higher sides and uh, starters and such. But I think it's something that's very doable. And again, this place is going to be more family-style dining, which is really, really great for splitting meals as well as uh, trying different things every time you come. So... That was uh, this week's Last Night in Vegas. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you end up going to Carver Steak, I hope you enjoy. But remember, keep it confidential.